Hello, and welcome to Book Reviews Kill, a podcast about fantasy, sci-fi, and horror novels. I'm Chad. I'm Evan. And you're listening to The Friday Forge, a weekly episode where we dismantle short stories, smelt bookish ideas, and hammer out topics brought forth by the Book Reviews Kill community, except for today, which we're going to just flim-flam and have some fun. Because it's Casual Friday. Casual Friday. I, I like that we're Woo! just kind of bringing this in here. We don't have to think of like a brand new topic every week. We can just chat because I feel like I haven't seen you in a little while. I know. You've uh, you've taken on the um, those Joe Abercrombie books. Yeah. And that added a lot, I feel like, to your reading schedule, the schedule. I, uh, I also crushed out all of uh, Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. Yeah. Ooh, how was that? It was cool. Yeah, it's That's definitely the book that I can't stop hearing about. On it's the only thing right? that's yeah. <laughs> anywhere ever. And it, it's funny because um, like I, I like to try to stay on top of stuff, you know, I, but I, I can't. I mean, like there's so much stuff. Uh, so when uh, Day of Fall and Night came out, everybody was talking about that. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to get to this because but then, I, you know, it's 840 pages long. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't have enough time for that. And then like Amina El Serafi came out that same day. Yellowface <laughs> came out. Everyone was talking about that. And then Fourth Wing came in and just blew them all <laughs> completely like like Amina who like Samantha. <laughs> who the hell is Samantha? Shan? And it's just so every now and then a book like that comes along and it just it won't leave my head and it's living in all of book talk and all of bookstagram's head like rent free forever and so (laughs) so it does kind of cross that line for me sometimes where i'm like okay i have to pick this up and read it you know because i just want to stay in the loop and everything and apparently the book is sold out everywhere like nobody can find a hardcover copy of it i went to a barnes and noble like a week ago and just waltzed in there and they had the special edition with the sprayed edges and i just I was like, all right, there it is. Oh, that's cool. You got the special edition one? Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, oh, that's radical. Yeah, it's uh, ranked, uh, it's in the top 10 bestsellers on Amazon for this last week. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll keep going up. Um, it's the I first th- of two, right? In the uh, Empyrean? Yeah, the second book comes out in November, which is wow. Awesome because, yeah, I mean, it's not a very long wait, and I'll probably, I'll buy it. Do you think when the author wrote that, she wrote them both? um rebecca yaros wrote them both at the same time or did she like I imagine i imagine yeah, or at least so. or at least like she had the second one pretty pretty figured out but i mean it's a that's it's a, a cool book like i you know i when stuff is this hyped up um like this hyped up it's really hyped up and so right. there was something about it where i was like it's probably cool you know because some stuff i feel like is very hyped and that's cool, but it's, you know, might not be for me. But then some stuff totally crosses that line where it's like, okay, what deserves the hype? Um, so I'll give you a little bit of a little pitch for Please, it real yeah. quick. It's, so, I mean, it's basically about this uh, 20-year-old girl who is kind of like forced into a school for dragon riders. And the school for dragon riders is really important because this region is, at, is like has been at war with this neighboring region for a long time uh one region has dragons which is uh violet the main character that's where she's from uh navarre is the place that has dragons and there's this other country that has griffins and so and like the wow. griffins keep coming over allegedly DVD, and like huh? messing everything up and um so but violet Can the main the character have any air attacks like breath attacks or anything uh, i feel like that's what's making the dragons better i don't want to spoil anything better. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, but the, Griffins, okay. the Griffins seem formidable in their own right. Okay, okay. Sure. Violet, the main character, uh, she seems to have like this kind of um, like genetic condition where she's she's very frail and like prone to injury. You know what I mean? Like it's perfect warrior. Uh, yeah, it's the the the, <laughs> the least perfect warrior. And so 
but her mom is a general in this army and so violet is 20 years old uh, her dad was a scribe and she wants to be a scribe she's super smart she's very uh like like book smart right, right. and her mom is just like like her dad has has passed recently and her mom is just like i don't care about the scribe thing you're going you're doing this like you're a you're a you're a soren gale damn it and right. you're going to my be... blood runs in your warrior veins right. <laughs> or like super cold mother is just like i really don't care anything at all kind of cool to see that trope them. on the yeah, female side right because normally you see like the man general like forcing his son who totally. like wants to become I yeah i think that's kind of cool but so violet does does the, the dragon school and i'm not i don't want to give too much more away but she's awesome you know i mean like there's some trials tribulations you know there's some things that are in the way obviously and those are fun to read about um and then so there's all that stuff going on but it's it's very much like a like a romance book i mean it's it's you know there's a an enemies to lovers trope um fun it's and it's a lot steamier than i was expecting like i was really i was reading it and i was like how old is she oh my goodness uh 20 okay and so the the uh the person that she is kind of there's like a kind of love triangle thing going on, but okay. it's like it's not like much of a love triangle. But there's like there's like another bit. there's another dude. He's like in the picture, kind of or whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't even like really want to call it a love triangle, but man, it was so much fun and like great action scenes. I mean, um, there were definitely some like kind of eye rolling moments where there's just like some cheesy dialogue and like corners of mouths twitching. There's so many jawlines and like wry oh, yeah. smiles and arched backs, tugs, tugs of the lips, and just like I feel like there's just some there's some wording for romance that's just never gonna go away. It's just yep. always gonna be there, you know. And that's that's cool. I don't really read a lot of romance, but I think that um, people that are big fans of the genre kind of like see that kind of stuff. It's like it's like with us with like you know. Uh, I don't know swords or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or, or like, you know what I was trying to say? Like, it, I do, like, I do. Like with, yeah. You know, it's like uh, when you're reading running and like, hiding. When you're it's reading, like there's always going to be running and hiding in adventure fantasy novels. Totally. Um, you know, like fast roofs. You know what right. I mean? We're just like, oh, we're right where we need to be. So right. like with the, with, the, with the jawline thing, you know, I, I get it for sure. Uh, but I don't know. Um, I think in my TikTok video, I said something about like there's a lot of like modern language in it you know so she'll mm. say she'll say stuff like um one mile over there oh no it's not even stuff like that i mean like oh. they use they use the same months as we do which i was i was kind of like, oh, that was like weird. wow what a weird coincidence that you spelled all your months the same as oh, we did. interesting like, yeah I, I wanted to kind of like make this little correction here because there is a paragraph at the very beginning of the book and i totally spaced it because i i like I don't know. I just space stuff all the time. You but read a 600 page book in there, one day. And there is a, everything. There, there is a paragraph at the beginning of the book that was like, this was transcribed from the original language into a language that you could read kind of oh, thing. You know what I mean? Okay. So, so it's it kind like of a, like justifying. It was kind of, and that's fine. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it like shouldn't have been written that way or whatever, but it's just for me personally, it's like, whatever the reason is that it's there, it still kind of rips me out of the story a little bit. Yep. You know what I totally. mean? Like it's, it's just a me thing, you know? Yeah. It's really, it's not, like, do you prefer to change them entirely, or do you like it to be like January Ithian or February? No, it's not, see, like... that's the thing is, it's like the months and stuff like that doesn't really matter because you can get into all kinds of different like, like should we call a horse a horse? You know what I mean? Like, right, do, right, you right. don't need to go into that realm, but like she says stuff like you know f- this for the win or whatever, and oh, like like oh, that kind okay. of stuff. Where it's just FDW, like FTW guys, like, and, <laughs> and, like you know, and like the the dragon at one point says like gotcha, and like it's like an acknowledgement, like an affirmation, and it's just like wait, no, 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 it's a dragon. Like why would the dragon yeah, just like, be like dragons? 
like she says something they don't say gotcha yeah like she says something and then she's just like oh we gotta go over there the dragon's like gotcha and it's just (laughs) like wait what is he like winking at her i don't know (laughs) Uh, but man, it's it's a, it's a super fun book. I mean, I like upon finishing it, the ending is great. Like the ending is really really good. I felt like it kind of stumbled along in the middle a little bit, where it was like there were like these war games, and it was like kind of felt like Ender's Game a little bit, where it's just okay. war game after war game. But then, um, very much like Ender's Game, and it's not the same twist as Ender's Game. So, just if you're wondering about <laughs> that, if I'm comparing it to Ender's Game, it's not the same twist. Um, but, um in ender's game there is that kind of like feeling that that you're you're missing out on some information like the whole situation that's being presented to not only the reader but to the uh the characters is like totally. not quite exactly what's going on and so i started kind of getting that feeling after the kind of like i don't know just kind of doldrums of the middle where it's like a lot of training and a lot of like smashing and just like it's just a lot of like uh smashing and training and training and smashing yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is, is there a lot of warfare or is the whole book like the school trope thing? Well, you know, what's really cool about it. And I think I was thinking about you when I was reading this because um, uh-huh. there, there's like a whole kind of like battle class that they keep going to and they keep getting presented with like these different situations. Uh, oh, cool. So it's not really battle, but they're like they're talking about it and learning about it. And, and especially like a battle games sort of thing. Yeah. And they're learning War about games. it in, in a way that's like very specific to exactly what the situation at hand is, too. So it's like it's a really good way of kind of like um you know showcasing the school that these characters are in and like building up the world and giving some history and context to everything so i thought that was really creative you know um it's it's a solid book i mean apart from some cheesy dialogue and and um you know just just me being like a 32 year old man who's like you know what i mean it's like i'm not a 20 year old person so it's like it's it's i've kind of had these feelings uh multiple times and um i i feel like maybe maybe this is just me but uh <laughs> i feel like i've gotten a little bit jaded with like some stuff like in For regard sure. to you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah like once uh, you've read like 400 books you're well like, no okay. I've, i feel like with just like uh, with feelings of just like um like intense infatuation with another person you know like i've been through that cycle like oh sure times, you know what i mean so it's like uh, it's kind of like, like yeah enjoy it while it lasts <laughs> <laughs> It's not that bad. So it's gonna so, come, one of you is going to want to be Polly the next oh minute. And all these pieces. Oh, my God. But like, uh, I know sometimes when, I, when I'm when I'm watching a movie or I'm reading a book uh, where there's like an intense romance um, and it's like it is just <laughs> and it's just like fireworks mixed with nuclear bombs. So right, good. Like, you know, raw, it's like goodness. Yeah. And then like, I'm just like, man, are you guys going to be arguing about the dishes in like three years? You know, <laughs> Like, 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 Straight up. like Zayden is going to come home and it's going to be like, the, he he went to Taco Bell twice today. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And then Violet's just like, did, what do you, mean you're did going you go to Taco Bell? Boys. T- like, <laughs> did you go to Taco Bell twice today? And Zayden's just like, what are you talking? Don't worry about it. Like those kinds of conversations, you know, they've and got that sweet dragon ride through. Yeah, they're like slowly losing respect for each other, but like, they <laughs> yeah. don't want to end it because it would be like a total pain in the ass. But like, and then the- <laughs> That's just where my mind goes with this kind of stuff. It's oh, not boy. where it should go. It's not where it should go. Obviously. Dude, that's okay. I find myself wondering about all the wrong things every time I read a fan- romance fantasy novel as well. Just because like, there's little bits of world building that I always find to be a little bit lacking or decisions that are made that are all about love that don't really make sense to me. It just depends on like your experience with that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know what I mean? And like your opinions around all that. Because like, I feel like 
one of the reasons that romance is so popular is because there's so many different facets and there's so many different ways that you can write it. And uh, people get a lot of catharsis through like seeing somebody kind of go through a, a similar process that they've been through. Right. You know, like, like everybody knows what it feels like to fall in totally. love with somebody. And, and, and by maybe, definition, there's really good um, character building, you know, like yeah, yeah. characters. You know, like having like the the kind of like unreciprocated love is is a big one. Um, those kinds of like roller coaster emotions where you feel like you're very clear on the other person's intentions, but then they do something really weird, and it's it's just like, wait, what? Do you even do you care at all about what's going on here? You know, but then it's like they do, but they can't because there's a you know the world's about to end or whatever. Right, right. Great example. Uh, the end of the first book in Akatar, Reese like making her dance for the whole court never yeah. talked about again you're just yeah. like wait well not like super fucked up though just to, like get revenge on tamlin like oh but he needed to fake it like by parade okay that's just even messed up but i mean there's all <laughs> kinds of that's see that's why i think the romance works so well and it's so relatable because like i feel like a lot of people have been in relationships where like something really messed up happened but they're like working through it you know what i mean it's kind of happening off the page it happens behind closed doors you know what sure, i mean it's sure. like and reese and uh Feyre, you know like that conversation where reese kind of like had you know probably you'll probably call it abuse you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. what happened in the first Control. book yeah um but like i like to think that reese and pharaoh were having that conversation off the page you know what i, I mean so. like yeah. it wasn't really something for us like they worked it out you know what right I mean? right and, right like, i mean clearly they worked it out yeah and like right. and clearly and clearly they didn't have that conversation because it wasn't written down <laughs> right 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 but i like to think like you that they did uh it helps yeah. it helps to digest the rest of it certainly man i think that I think everybody, if you've never read romance before, if you're listening right now, you've never read it before, don't chalk it up to just like a corny corner of literature in general. There's really great stuff out there. Totally. And they're shockingly not as romantic-y as you think that they're going to be. Like a lot of them, like you said, that one has like a lot of like warfare and cool oh, strategies. Dragons, and dragons all like, over yeah. the place. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that's why this particular book, uh, that's why Akatar is so popular is, you know, like marrying that romance progression along with all these all these fantasy elements you know it makes the makes the, the the medicine go down a little bit better you know what i mean like if that's why at the end of that video that i put on tiktok i said this is a really great book for people who love romance but have never really read fantasy or it's for people that love fantasy but have never really read romance before you know so right. i think that's why it's got such this wide reach is why akatar had such a wide reach because it's approachable you know like and that's why I think I might put out another video or I don't know, something like that. I, I like to try to encourage people just, you know, give it a shot. Like give, give romance a shot. I was surprised first time I started on the genre and uh, definitely we were reading all of um, Broken Glass. Throne of Glass. Not Throne of Glass. Glass. Thank you. I was like, Broken Glass? That's not right. Throne of Glass. We're reading all Throne of, Gra Throne of Glass later this year. And I am stoked. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I mean, there's like eight of them, right? There's a lot. There's eight. Yeah. Eight of them. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be big. We're reading that simultaneously as Malazan. What a dichotomy we have there dude those books juxtaposed with each other will be a tasty read through i think but i mean we're all well, not 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 everybody but like uh a lot of people are you know sexual like loving beings and it's fun to read <laughs> like, about like you most, know yeah yeah like but some people aren't you know yeah, some, sure, it's, sure, not, yeah. it's not it's not their thing sexual people out there. absolutely but like you know uh a lot of people like reading about that kind of stuff or and if you and if you haven't before you might surprise yourself you know what I mean? Like you might, because <laughs> sometimes it's like it's it's not even just the sexy parts. It's not even just the spicy parts. Which those parts are fun to read too. Um, but it's it's all the little parts where, you know, you you kind of feel like you're kind of in on a 
on a joke or you're kind of in on a on a conversation you know you're like oh i know something they don't know i I know that they feel this way and it's just you're there for the tea you're there for the gossip it's like being the friend in high school that passes the note from one of your friends to (laughs) kind of yeah it kind of feels like yeah and so uh you know for me personally like i'm probably not going to read a ton of uh, romance books that don't have a lot of fantasy elements um right just because that's just not really my bag but uh why read it if it doesn't if there are some that do right in my, right. In my mind totally. like, but if somebody came to me and said evan this particular romance book is fantastic like it's set in england in the 1960s or whatever and you know it's you whatever gotta read but it. like but you have to read it because it's just the two characters are fantastic like yeah i'll give it a shot you know? totally but i'm more motivated when there's dragons and that's, yeah, why, that's why i was so motivated to read this one you know like that provides like, a nice on-ramp for me yeah you should check it out it's cool i mean good luck finding it i guess like dude uh, seriously is the fourth wing is like a, is it like a dragony pun on fourth wall no uh so there's like different uh squads of oh, okay like, trained people and like the fourth wing is the one that violet gets that assigned to the wing commander or like you know the right right guy is like the guy you know what i mean so oh sure okay all the things that are happening in the fourth wing you know oh, okay uh, uh, well, yeah. before we end here i want to tell you i read for the first time ever this oh, yeah. week a in one setting one 45 minutes of just awesome uh a goosebumps book what no way yeah, dude oh. vampire breath i've never read that one tell me about it dude one of my friends amari just brought it to me and uh and she was like i you've been telling me that evan's been reading goosebumps and uh you should read this one so i did and it was awesome so good <laughs> so good these kids yeah. they discover like this door in the in their basement and they like find this little tunnel that goes to this room that has a coffin in it there's like a vampire in there and then like they discover this like vampire breath bottle and the bottle takes them back in time and then they struggle yeah. to get back to their own time. And it has a wild ending, like super twist. What? Like totally caught me off guard, like 100% for realsies, though it did. Man. I was like, what? And then all was good. And I was like, wow, that was awesome. Yeah. R.L. Stein doesn't give a fuck. Like, dude, no. <laughs> he's like, like, we're doing time travel. Who cares? Dude, Let's didn't go. Care yeah. At all. Did that in Cuckoo Clock of Doom, too. I was like, really, su- I, I felt the same kind of feeling that you felt where you're just like, are we really doing this? Like, it's wow. Just, yeah, it's, we're doing and then it. And the ending was like, had wild implications. <laughs> I know a lot of those books <laughs> totally future, do. For like the friendship of the characters and one character's like future and like what he is. And it turns out like what he well, it was just, I don't want to give it away and spoil anything for anyone who's still running to read old vampire breath. But damn, it really, really wrapped me around the on the head when it ended there should, i'm serious we should do a recap and discussion for a goosebumps book dude we should i would love very it very fine with it because i'm doing i'm trying to do all the i'm gonna have to read vampire breath uh yeah. but i'm Good. trying to do all the goosebumps books it's a it's a long art project of mine how many of them are there 62 62 wow <laughs> that's a lot weren't they written all over like a five-year period too yeah, i think that was one of our fictional fun facts i think so too yeah yeah, yeah it was uh but uh, R.L. Stein, I, th- I think he's, I think he's great. Like he's just like, let's just, let's just see where this goes, and this is gonna yeah. be, this is gonna be great. Like I'm reading a, the, a Shocker on Shock Street right now, which I remember reading when I was a kid. It's like the one with the praying mantis on the cover. I don't, I don't know. If I know. One. This is my first Goosebumps. Um, but <laughs> oh, that reminds me, I need to do the video for Let's Get Invisible. I totally spaced that. I'm like getting my Goosebumps wires crossed because now I want to read Vampire Breath. Dude, you should. Yeah, it's very good. I read my first kind of like just okay one the oh. other day uh, it was um i think i put up a review for it but it was uh the ghost next door 
Huh. It, was, it was like fine. It was it, that was Playing definitely like the, the girl next door. No, I mean maybe I didn't really think about that. Oh, um, that's what I thought of. Like the oh, name was like a reference door, to that idiom. Oh, I mean it's just a next door neighbor. Well, right, but, but I mean yeah, it's a thing. It was just like, is this kid a goose? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's like what the question. I was just like, oh okay, whatever. Okay, like, wow. Like I mean, I think it um, wrapped up pretty good for sure, but. Um, I think the best one I've read so far was the first one I reviewed, which was The Beast from the East. I think that was definitely like the creepier one. Okay. So, I mean, uh, Night of the Living Dummy was definitely pretty weird. Like animated, like weird, like possessed stuff is just always creepy. Always spooky. Yeah. yeah. It's like always This one really wasn't weird. so spooky. No, but I wasn't I, like creeped out ever. It was just a good like, adventure. It's like Black Mirror for kids. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's got like that same. Well, it even ended very Black Mirror-y. Like, oh my god, what? Like, yeah, I think I remember. Like, I had like a Goosebumps lunchbox. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I had like it was the uh, One Day at Horrorland lunchbox. Um, I loved Goosebumps so much because I think when I was a kid, it didn't feel like you know because it wasn't something that my parents had like encouraged me to read. They didn't like. It was. I mean, I guess they encouraged me like after I said that I wanted to read it, and they helped. I didn't have a job, right? You know what I mean? Like they had to buy it for me. It felt like my own thing when I was reading as a kid. You totally. Know? I think that's what it was. Like I think that's why I was so drawn to it because there were so many other you books. Chose that, it. Yeah, and and it was like there were like so many of them. It's not like a bunch of other kids were reading like the Goosebumps book I was reading. Right, it, right. I think that me being a twin also like hmm. when I was a kid, I was like really drawn to whatever i could find that that made you independent yeah totally yeah and i like, mean that makes a lot of sense right being a twin yeah and so like vaughn wasn't reading them and so i think that i attached like a lot of uh sentiment to goosebumps mm. because it felt like my own thing like i had the goosebumps lunchbox and vaughn didn't you know what i mean and right right like, what sort of got what sort of lunchbox did he have do you remember oh god i don't know i feel like a ninja turtles one or something okay i can and see I that like, that's kind of odd. yeah but like even even back then i was just like I'm sure I was just like, that's cool, but mine. Yeah, yeah you, you can read the book. <laughs> <laughs> but I was reading the books. Yeah, to this day, Vaughn doesn't even like. No, no, yeah. Actually, really. it's funny. Vaughn went through, Um, you know, I, I try to rekindle Vaughn's love of fantasy as yeah. often as I can. You hoist it on him very often. He is not hearing <laughs> it. He doesn't want to do it. Um, But it's funny because he read a lot of fantasy at a time when I wasn't really reading that much. Yeah, because I remember there was definitely a time when he was reading fantasy. He read all of the Shadow March books by Tad Williams. Okay. Which is such an obscure series. Uh, he read all of Sword of Truth, which I don't even know anybody who's read all of Sword oh, of dude, Truth. I only read like 10 of them. <laughs> I think there's, I think there's oh technically... I only maybe read eight or something. Sure? I, I think know. there's 17. Really? Yeah. There's, there's like 12. Lot. I could be Those so books are awful. What did he read? I mean, they're apparently the, the first, first like four of them are awesome. They're like, the first four. All right. They're just very frustrating. And there's some questionable elements in them. Uh, um, it, is one? the dragon bone chair and those, is that the Tad Williams that he read or is that a different that's, one? That's not shadow March. That's uh memory, sorrow and thorn, but it's oh, still Tad it. okay. Williams. Yeah. I have those books. I've read them. They're pretty good. Actually. They're dense. They're dense. Yeah. They're huge. Have you ever read um, Raymond Feist's uh, Rift War? The first book is called The Magician Apprentice. Yeah, I think I have. Like, look up the cover for it. Because, yeah. I, I mean, I read the first one, but I didn't keep going with the series because it looked like just. But apparently you can just read the first four 
and you don't really need to and there's like another trilogy like later down the line that's like pretty good but apparently they really fall off a cliff uh yeah. kind of towards the end there yeah oh i definitely have dude yes yeah with, um yeah, is it is it puck or like fuck i can't remember the the main character's name i read him so long i read that first book like seven years ago or something like that like a really long time i was i was like yeah, on a trip feist yeah yeah um he's great you know like that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. old that's like the old guard big fantasy totally. series yeah kind of stuff. old guard is a good way of putting it yeah but like von got really into fantasy for a little bit there and then just stopped and i i i, I always wonder like it, dude is it just because you read like some obscure like avant-garde fantasy books you know what i mean that like right it's like somebody had never really listened to much music in their life and then they listened to like stereo lab and joy division and they were like i don't know about music and it's just like well yeah i mean those the stuff you listen to is good but like there's a bunch you didn't get like the whole like you gotta listen to like the beatles and stuff you know what i mean they're like no i listen to stereo lab dragon force like yeah (laughs) now i listen to joy division and stereo lab and now i just don't like music yeah (laughs) it's kind of like how fun is you know what i mean (laughs) and it's just like ah man come on there's so much good stuff but i think that's the thing with that's the thing with uh, hobbies and stuff. You can't like force it on other. You want right. to, you know what I right. mean? Like you want everybody to do the thing right. that you love. But, but I mean, I think that's almost specific, not specific. But I mean, it is. It ha- reading has a large element of that because of the variance within the hobby, right? There's so many different types of like if you're a you know toy rocket maker, you're like yeah, there's variance in the rockets that you can make, but you're still just kind of blasting stuff in the sky at the end of the day, right? But like yeah. books are fa- so so varied, um, which is you know one of the things that I love about them, which is why they're kind of the one hobby that I've been like has real staying power in my life, you know? Oh, I think it's like the ultimate hobby. Yeah, like I know, yeah. and everybody thinks that their hobby is the best hobby, but obviously. for real though, ours is. For real though, I'm pretty sure books is like for sure. I, okay, well, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna end this podcast by by. I'm just gonna give you like this. Really, I don't even. I don't smoke weed anymore. But I had like this uh, stony moment because <laughs> sure. I, I was when it's I was reading insightful. Oh, I mean, I don't know if it was insightful, but I was just like, I thought it was a nice thought. Okay, you know what I mean. But um, so I was reading. Um, it was when I started the talisman. Um, I don't know why it was the talisman specifically, but like. Because uh, I think it's because I knew it was a standalone book, and uh, oh, okay, and everything. And um, I remember, and it, it was a mass market paperback, so it was like, a, I mean, it was a, Talisman's a pretty big book, but it was still relatively small, like compared to like hardcovers that I have and stuff. And I just remember thinking, like, no matter where I go or what I'm doing, I can carry this story around with me. Yeah, like it's so cool to think about. Like it's so cool so to think cool. that, like, no matter what, like, like. Like this entire story is right here. Yeah. Like it's not in it's not in a bunch of pieces, like in a bunch of other places that I have to go and like right, I don't have to, go collect it I don't have to download like it. I don't it. have to do anything. It's all right here. All I need is some light and my vision and some time. Yeah. You know, and a place to stand or sit, you know, where hopefully nobody bothers me, but right. That's not that chance. guaranteed, but but it is just—it's so neat to think about. I mean, like that's why I love this hobby so much, and that's why I love it. Like just the idea that, you know, wherever you're at, if you have a book with you, you can take some time to yourself and yep. keep enjoying the thing that you were doing. It doesn't matter if, it, and I think that's why I like. I think that's why it was a talisman because I think my my thought process was like, this is a 750 page book. Like this is an absurdly long book. You know what I mean? But 
it I can take my time with it and I can just right. chip away at it. And it's always the same story that I'm coming back to as well. You know what I mean? It's like this thing that I'm constantly chipping away at. Right. And it's always right there. It's you so reliable. Learn about other people's experience through life and yeah. develop empathy. And then like, it's just cool. I can't tell you how many awesome things that I've learned from books, even fantasy books. Like I think fantasy books, especially get a bad rep. It's just like, fans. it's about like elves and dragons and there's no value there. Yeah. It's like, man, and it's not even kind of true. People uh, wish that, that was true. They're yeah, begging exactly. for that to be true. These people are begging for fantasy to not yeah. have any value or merit to it. You want it so bad. So you want bad. it so bad because that means that all the boring shit you're reading means something. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or all the books you that you wish. are like, you you aren't less because you haven't been reading all these right, books. Right, yeah. Uh, like, no, you wish football. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, football's cool. Oh, yeah. You don't like sports. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, I watch, I watch sports. Sports are fine. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I really like things that I can participate in. Like, if I'm going to get into something, I like to do it. And like team sports, I'm just not any good at it. Like, I do a lot of martial arts and like independent sports, I'm fine at, but like a team sport, just man, my brain doesn't j- uh, jive well with the mechanics of uh, team, team sports. Oh, man. So really? it doesn't really have an appeal to me because I don't do them, you know? You ever watched like basketball? I mean, yeah, I like me watching basketball is actually like a good sport to watch because it's really cool. And like, that's very difficult. Like the bat, their uh, handling of the ball is really impressive. Best but like, pace. I don't know. It always makes me like chuckle because after a while I start thinking like, OK, so we got, like, all these guys in this this ring with like these other guys and their goal yeah. is to like get this ball into that hole in the sky. But like they can't move without like dribbling it on the ground. It's got to bounce. And it's just like it seems awesome yet silly to me when i think about it maybe that's just my own weak justification for like yeah and so i'm justified in not liking it so like, yeah i mean I, I think it's um i'm also terrible at it so that probably doesn't help okay so i'm gonna I'm about to do something here that sounds maybe a little bit outlandish and ridiculous okay. but like, i i look at sports as like it's almost like the rules are like a magic system you know what i mean and yeah, like the better okay. utilized the better they follow those rules so it's like you've got like these set out huh. rules right so with uh, that's why a uh, basketball player as a mage before i mean think about it man like yeah, uh, like a wizard watching the nfl you know if, if you're not from the united states uh watching american football is incredibly boring like it's it's in my opinion american football is more boring to watch than baseball in my opinion like because yeah. it's, it's mostly just dudes standing around like it's a lot just of like hurting each other it's a lot of guys standing around and then like the plays take a few seconds at most yep. and then it's a lot of standing around again and it's like commercials and like there's people talking and the, it's a very boring situation but if you know the rules to football and i i do know the rules because i played football in high school and like i and my dad's like really into it and stuff and if you know the rules like very like down to the really fine details then every second that's happening is a lot more interesting you know what i mean right and like the decisions that these whole teams of people need to make and it's like it's kind of like uh, its own little world building thing you know what i mean it's like yeah, it's no, got its I, own I totally contained rules and stuff but i, I mean it's never it, like um watching the ufc or anything but once i started uh training in muay thai and brazilian totally, jiu-jitsu which yeah. is primarily what those uh, kick fighters learn it's like so much more interesting to me because i can be like oh he was so close to getting a kimura on that guy but because he moved his like shoulder just a little bit forward it prevented him and like someone who has never trained in brazilian jiu-jitsu is never not even going to notice that you know so no, it's like, just, not even to me it just looks like two people fighting <laughs> right right just like rolling around on the ground but it's Which actually it's, like, there's really so much happening you know yeah i mean like watching two people fight is definitely still yeah i mean watching two people like brutalize each other will never not be entertaining right oh my gosh we so have to end this but i just want to real quick say uh i remember I, you probably don't know what fight it was and thank you everybody for sticking out with us because we're so off topic now but like <laughs> I, I remember it was a long time ago it was like 2000 
2009 or something like that 2010 something like that there was this big fight it was a huge fight it was like my dad got everybody in the neighborhood together and it was just like it was this pay-per-view event and was it boxing or ufc it was, uh, it was uh ufc yeah okay i don't remember was the it... people's names okay. it's was it like coming back Is the spider anderson i can't remember okay. But okay. it might, it might have been because it was I'm trying a, to remember big ones it was a gigantic fight and it was like i remember it was like a really big deal and there were a ton of people at my dad's house and it was over in like a minute and a half. Yeah, I think it might have been the Conor McGregor one. I don't uh, know. I, I was so young and I didn't care. I didn't like. Oh, okay, it was many I, years I, ago. I was just like, I was like, I think I was like freshly 21 or something. I don't, okay. might, might not have even been 21, but I was just so excited because like my dad was just like, it's okay if you drink at this event. And I was like, I'm going to drink Whoa. at this event. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so I was just having, a, having fun, but like all these people were paying attention. And then like I'm in the other room talking to somebody and all of a sudden I just hear like all these people just so like happy and angry at the same right, time right. it's <laughs> so disappointing when you get you know because like you paid he probably paid for the pay-per-view of it you know oh, it's it like, a whole giant like we oh, were yeah. we were in and out of grocery stores for like three days you know and it was like bigger right. than the super bowl it was so ridiculous and he knocked the guy out in like yeah, it's like minute five yeah it'd be like watching quidditch you know like a pay-per-view and then like, immediately <laughs> and they're off and the snitch is caught <laughs> i always wondered like why like why wouldn't the seekers just like immediately like just be fighting for the snitch like the second it was released because it's released from the same box it's not like the snitch is like, like they can see when it comes like out like a second before they can kick off so it kind of does what, time to I disappear i don't know what's the, the exact oh i think that's i mean if you, yeah i think in the movie yeah that's what kind of, yeah kind of happens because Okay, no, you know, because the the order, <laughs> this is so dumb. The order that the the balls are released in the first movie is it's like, is it the snitch that's released first and then the bludgers go up? But I know that the quaffles last. Yeah, they yeah. Throw the, the quaffle, quaffle up begins left. gameplay. <laughs> Dude, it'd be so hard to keep that thing up. The quaffle, like Squidish would be a wildly difficult says, game. Sometimes I think like, I, I imagine because I remember yeah, when I was in like, would have to be crazy. Okay, so these are like children playing this right. game, right? Like they're they're not. It's not just like a bunch of seventeen and eighteen year olds like playing Quidditch. Right. Like, like you 12. can be you can be twelve years old and be on the Quidditch <laughs> right. team. And so, like sometimes I think about it, and I'm just like, like the way that the Quidditch is described in the books and like shown in the movies and stuff, they're all just like weaving in and out of each other, like right, so right. good at it. But like the way that I kind of picture it is, it's just like they're just constantly dropping the quaffle and like constantly missing the bludgers, and like the game's take like. <laughs> like 14 Forever. hours because like nobody could because <laughs> like, like one they of them can't always be has a good panic at attack because he flies yeah. too high he's like come up here on a broom like a little stick right <laughs> and like at hogwarts there's only like there's like 90 kids there you know what i mean so right. like most of the kids are on the quidditch scenes <laughs> <laughs> not most of them obviously. there's only seven players but it's just it's <laughs> it's just one of those things about Harry Potter where it's just like that's probably okay. that would be a lot different actually in practice than it yeah. would be, like, <laughs> on, on paper. But anyway, okay, I'm done. I gotta go. I'm gonna go read and take a shower and uh, just kind of like, dude, I know mind. I'm like halfway through my uh, He Who Fights with Monsters book and it is good. I need to go finish Scythe. <clears throat> oh yeah, go finish that. It's great. You finish that in a day. Yeah, dude, I started it and then like a day later I was like, wow, and done. Yeah, it's easy. It's great very easy book um, yeah it's a okay. very easy read everybody thank you for listening to our casual friday conversation um chad and i are best friends so yeah yeah this and is... we love you all 
and having you all here with us just uh, justifies us being able to nerd out with each other and it's so wonderful so thank you oh my god i love it i love it so much Um, all of you thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you have an awesome rest of your day and of course happy reading bye everybody